0: What we use every day. Welcome, Welcome back to we the So Series the Podcast. your you host, Brandon. We got Devin as usual. And every to look to and a but we also have a special guest. One of my favorite people, one of my new favorite people that I met. Not, I mean, not too recently, but not also too long ago. And uh, definitely love it. My homegirl, Chanel creating. what's going on? Hey, I love
1: the waffling. Like you came in starting
0: to say, you know, I kind of know her. She okay, we y'all. This is Chanel. <laughs> the, you know, it wasn't like I just met you, but it's also like I didn't know you for like six years, so it's kind of no, like,
1: very, very true. Very true. You're also one of my favorite people, but yeah, I'm I'm so excited to be here,
0: y'all. Before we get started, uh, you know, we I had a I personally had a tough schedule to record this week, so uh, Lauren and Stephanie were busy this week, but hopefully they'll be back next week. So we love them, but uh, Chanel, tell the people about you a little bit.
1: Yeah, y'all. I am a podcaster and writer. Um, Currently, don't have a show uh, that I'm doing, so you can catch me on Bad Meaning Bad or Bad Meaning Good on the Jeff versus the World podcast feed. I've done a few now with Brandon and Rashani, Um, and then you can learn more about other stuff I do at ChanelCreating.com or follow me on the socials at Chanel Creating.
0: She's also gonna do secession show with me. Just letting you oh, know. Oh, that
1: that listen, that is um still in production, but it's happening. It's coming to you. <laughs> this show is way too too uh, provocative for us not to talk about it.
0: Devin, how was um how was your vacation?
1: Uh amazing.
2: Uh I mean, I think, I don't know, like I'm never, we're never gonna get married, but I mean, I think we'll be in each other's lives forever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so you know just uh i got to hang out with my beloved for like five days actually like seven days and she lives in la so for us to be in the same place for that long is different and it was great uh go to turks and Caicos. Uh i always will tell you to get a b an airbnb uh you'll save more money and have more fun
0: are you working thanksgiving
2: this year they said double time i said yes sir <laughs>
0: but where are you flying this year
2: I am going to Tulsa, Oklahoma. Oh, Tulsa? That's where you are going to be yeah. tonight? Yes sir, and then I'll be in Seattle the next day.
0: That's not too bad. Mm-mm. Not too and bad. then I get
2: to, uh I get to uh go to, you know, Thanksgiving. I'm going to go to uh see grandma and then uh my parents are coming up, so it's it's cool.
0: Oh, you go, you go to Seattle the next day and then come home?
2: So no, yeah. So like, I'll be there super late. I I don't take off till super late, so like, I don't gotta be at the airport till, like four or something. So I'll go to Aunt Carrie's house, see everybody,
0: airport from there. Oh, on Thanksgiving. On oh, Thanksgiving, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, you don't have to go till nighttime. Oh, that's not yeah. better. You get both worlds. Yep, worked out. That's exciting.
1: Well, the listeners understand the context of the trip because you just said you're not gonna get married, and now I now want to know everything about this relationship. <laughs> oh.
2: I am a very, um, how you say, independent thinker as far as like, I'm 35, getting married right now. For what? For what? This I is the love a. that person forever. <laughs> wrong, wrong. I don't want kids. Look, look, two things don't want kids. I'm old. So there's no reason. Companionship, you don't got to be married on, on the government's paper. Don't make me go tap on you. I don't But uh, at
0: least do yeah. it for
2: But yeah, no, uh, I will definitely uh, not get married, and yeah, she knows that she's cool with it, and uh, I love that we're on the same page with that because I can continue to keep having fun with her until that changes. uh, Yeah, Mm -hmm. I'll let you know. And it's scary. I'm scared. I look. I tell her. i like at least at least twice a week. I'm like I just be scared that she's gonna leave me. When you realize that I ain't playing about not getting married, like, I'm not playing. Like, I just, that is, I was like, that's my biggest fear. You be laying next to me and I be looking at you. I be like, I just hope she don't leave me because this is what I want. And she says she on board. This don't change up on me. And I'm good. I'm good. All
1: right. TBD. Okay. Wishing you the best,
2: though. See, you the best. See, Black Girl Magic. That's what I'm saying.
1: I'm not really wishing you the best. I want you to figure oh, it out. But I, but I think that I love that you have a plan and that you are very honest about it. That I want to commend. I want to commit. Yes. Yes. Yeah.
2: And that's all that matters is you you live your own truth. Yes. Uh, and yeah, I sleep comfortable at night knowing that I don't want to get married. I don't want her to live here either. I live in Maryland. She lives in L.A. She can move closer if she wants to, but she can stay there if she wants to.
1: That's, it's all good it's all good in a words okay my bad i just really really he's was very
0: also weird. a flight attendant he's leaving that part out
1: oh okay that helps a lot
0: yeah he's leaving that part out <laughs> that's a big part
2: <laughs> <laughs> that is a, you know what that is a big part i should leave with that he's more. also like, a flight
0: attendant also, so he's leaving I'm that a that's a big part
1: a lot of that was very, that was very important context i would just say yeah your choice is yours, but I think that I would love for you to take the age part out of it because there is no wrong age to get married. I just thought you woman know, right. you right.
0: get married on Facebook.
1: You right. I had just gave up on, see my,
2: my picture of marriage is like, boom, you do it when you kind of like in it with somebody and you have a kid and you have a whole family. And that's, you know, that's the person you want to marry, you know? And then I realized I ain't not want to have kids. Cause I was like, well, I'm getting up there. And I don't really don't want to have kids. Cause, uh, I'm a crumb snatcher. My mom will clear out an Amazon cart for me if I really want her to. And I make more money than my mom. I make more money than my parents. So, um, so again, crumb snatching is something I'm really good at. And what I would say to you, I don't want to give it up because I got a crumb snatcher of my own. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. So uh, I'm just but, yeah.
1: Okay, I'm, for the sake of time, I'm stuffing a lot back down. But my my oh, last baby, I baby, we can do it. You you look. I, no, I, I just need care, to say. Mm-hmm. So I think that not wanting to have kids is very real because I also, I know that I I theoretically want to have children, but then I just had a best friend who had a baby and it was beautiful, but it's like the way she had a baby was in a, in a committed marriage with a husband who doted on her and took care of her. And we were just reflecting on like the mothers in our, both of our families, all of our families who've done it alone. And it's just like black women have to, um, this is a bold thing to say, black women have to stop settling for that. Like, I only want to have a baby if I have a... And I'm not talking about a, a, a village auntie, I'm talking you. about a partner. You yeah, know, right. I don't even... That's what I'm saying. I don't even mean substitutes. I mean, like, the other person who made this baby, whether we're dating or not, I need them to be with... Because it is... Your whole freaking body changes. And then also, it's 10 months, not nine months, like the movie make scene. It's a whole thing. So, my point is, that's very real. You want but, um, but, but you attached kids to marriage and those aren't the same thing at all. No, 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 no. And I'm not
2: wrong. So when you say that, and, oh, then we can have a whole other podcast about this. That's what I'm but saying. Like, when yes. you say that, right, like, you say that and I was like, it's so, sometimes it's too late to change your narrative of what you thought, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I, again, I come from a nuclear family, like, and, and You're again, 35, like, you're not 352, bro. But what I'm saying to you is you you took this narrative from I guess Mm-hmm. being 18 to like, you know, forming what you want your relationships to be and, and how you see yourself mm-hmm. having that family. And then you wake up in your 35 and you're like, you know what? I can like re re-imagine my narrative now. And I did that, you know, and I was like, I did that going up to my 30. Cause I was like, I was like, Oh, kids at 30. I was like, boom, I don't have anybody to have kids with and Uh, this is definitely a, a teamwork makes a dream work situation. Right. Um, so, yeah, I, I just started to shift it. And then it's like 35 came. I was like, yeah, I don't really think I want to do this. Not let my girlfriend. Told me, I was like, Devin is
0: like my brother. This is what I'll say about this man. Devin 100% believes what he's saying. until oh, so, so he changes his mind. That doesn't <laughs> mean he's going to change his mind. But right. he believes something, he goes for it. And then when he changes his mind, he don't turn back. So it's possible yeah. he could change his mind. But right now... In his mind, it ain't changing. Well,
1: Brandon, as a father of yeah, the I remember Devin three years high. ago,
0: Devin was like, I don't want no girlfriend. I don't want no <laughs> girlfriend. I'm not trying to do this. I'm a flight attendant. I'm traveling around the world. I don't want that. I don't want that stress. And then he found a person who was like, you know what? I want a girlfriend. And so, <laughs> AKA, my girlfriend is a flight attendant as well. That doesn't mean there it's going go. to change with him because other things he keeps the same. But no, right, right. I right. like that. Okay. Hey, he believes it 100% until it absolutely changes in his mind. And then he goes with that
1: 100%. Well, Brandon, as a father of three, do you have any advice for him? I ain't about got
0: that? no damn kids. <laughs> I, I want some children, but I don't have no children yet.
1: I thought you said you weren't sure you a kid, so that you didn't.
0: No, that's him. I want a child. I want... Children, yeah, and I got a dog. I want two kids
1: because no, because we talked before. You said kids, we we agreed the kids were terrifying on some show. I think that's what we talked about.
0: I think I love kids. That wasn't me, that might have been Jeff.
1: No, I'm gonna run it back. I'm gonna run it back. Oh, I'm, right. a, I'm gonna go find a clip, but yeah, okay, great. So, okay. you you'll
0: have <laughs> basically Devin is Molly, and Chanel wants Lawrence to be a partner. Okay.
1: Oh, yeah, pretty much. She's yeah, Condola. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Wait, did you say <laughs> I'm gonna get the fuck up <laughs> out of here? If you play with, me, play with me like that again if you feel like it. Let's get into the show because <laughs> don't turn on me.
0: All right, this is season five, episode five. Uh, surviving. Okay. Question mark exclamation point. Uh, this episode was really centered on Molly a lot. And then it had some Issa and Nathan stuff because, you know, last week we didn't do episode four because I totally forgot about it. Honestly, that's my fault. Um, but, you know, last episode, basically, there was like a house party and Issa and Nathan. A beach party. House beach house. party. Beach party. They were on the beach. Party for the first time since they uh, had that awkward thing when Issa didn't want to have sex with him when they were about to have sex. And she changed her mind. She didn't.
2: No, she didn't change. It. She just broke down. And yeah, she again, she and you can't cry in somebody's mouth and just have sex. That that's not how the intimacy works. Like I want you to come over, and then I'm gonna cry in your mouth as, after you kiss me. And I really thought I wanted it, but my body said, "Oh God, I'm not over all the stuff I went through with Lawrence."
0: Yeah, nobody's at fault. It was just awkward. So. Uh, now they f- they finally met each other. They end up talking about it, and they end up finding out that they really care for each other, whatever. So the set, the, set, the B-plot of this is Nathan and Issa kind of hanging out. So we'll kind of go through this show. So before we go through it... Uh, not hanging out,
2: Brandon. No, 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 no. Not hanging out. They were officially together. Sir. No, they
0: were hanging out together. Like, I can, I'm i with my wife, but we hang out. No. I'm talking about okay. what they You're were right. doing was hanging out. Okay, you were getting the episode. I, I apologize. Okay. So this episode was also directed by Carrie Washington, in case you didn't know. So um, Miss Olivia Pope herself. She'll always be Olivia Pope to me. Um, Shana, what do you think about this episode overall before we go through it?
1: I um, I, I like that this season is doing a lot because each episode I feel like I can get my footing in it. And this was an episode, I actually enjoyed it being a Molly episode more than I thought, and I think it's helping us to bring her back around to like, yes, we had all that bullshit in the past, but she's the friend that Issa needs. And so I thought it was good. I actually have, I have no complaints. Yeah, it was good.
0: What about you, Devin?
1: Uh, I mean, I love just the
2: overall theme of this year, that you see people grow. Um, and this episode catches Molly in a real situation that we all think about, you know, the health of our parents, you know, if we have a really good relationship with our parents. Um, And then what's your support system around you, how they react to that. Are they there for you? Uh, Do you have somebody you can lean on? And um, it was a a great episode as well. We got to see the growth of Issa and Nathan. Which is uh it's re- it's pretty good. Like I didn't know that I wanted them together because Nathan's mental health thing is is really a great theme that that's underlying in this show um that we should talk about more. Um I think we will. But yeah, just oh really? I didn't I didn't even see the preview for next week. So okay. I but I love this episode. it's it really good as far as like bo, man, check in with your people, make sure your people are doing the right things, man. Cause man, this is hard. It's hard.
0: Yeah, so this episode, uh, you know, it starts out with uh, you know, Molly riding this nigga's face. Uh, that she met from if you it, uh, Let's do it. And the here's the show. thing, I think isn't Yvonne in real life, isn't she a virgin? I think a, I I I don't yeah, I don't know if she's married yet, but she's a virgin. So oh, show know, they, they had
1: to train her in how to get orgasms.
0: Yeah, it's so awkward for me to watch her do sex scenes because I'm like, I feel like you got to have sex to kind of do a good sex scene. Can you... Maybe she masturbates. I mean, maybe she masturbates.
2: I don't know. I don't know. I mean, masturbation is a real thing. I don't know, I don't know how good her toys are. We got to wait for Chanel to come back and let us know
1: about how that. Is. I don't know. I think yeah. as an actor, she she did figure it out at this point because it didn't feel awkward or wrong. Like, I think that she had to learn with the dro season. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't watch it and go like, oh, that's a fake orgasm. I thought she... She was in charge. And I think it was also just going back to the episode before where she was getting her groove back and everyone was like, hey, girl, go for it. Like she was kind of it's a wonderful thing to see when we forget that Molly was broken pussy. You know what I'm saying? So like we have That's to go rare. all the way back. So to see her being like, yeah, like I'm having fun, I'm in, I'm feeling comfortable and and good in, in getting my body. I'm in a relationship with the man who will text me afterwards and tell me he had a great time. I took him to the moon. Like she's kind of doing the good thing. So obviously this episode distracts her or or lets her Ooh. know that might have been a distraction. But good
2: Molly. Molly's in her whole
1: season. She ain't, that ain't her main. A so whole season. She's an. You no, know I'm season. saying, but like she's in, she's feeling good about it, and I don't. I feel like a whole season is one thing. I think she's coming into herself. I don't think <laughs> she's so going to
2: be. She going. I hope she just having a whole season. She's just having some fun. I just hope she having a whole season because uh, I don't feel like this can this can last long or end well. But you know, you quote me if I'm wrong. I don't know. I, don't I think know about this whole season. The
0: and I appreciate it. And yeah. I just think it's very interesting that like. Like, could you imagine if, like, like it's just—I don't know—it's just a weird dynamic from every time I see her in the sex scene. Because all I think about is like, it's such a like, especially the way they've been playing her is like she's like, especially at least she's kind of like more sexually liberated. And I'm just like, it's such an interesting dynamic that that actress particular is playing that character, which is just interesting. So it's yeah. not good nor bad; it's just interesting to me. So in, anyway, when she uh climaxes on that nigga's face, uh. Her daddy called her three times, two times. Uh, her daddy, her brother, her auntie. She's getting like all these messages. And basically her mama Carol's in the hospital. So, you know, she rolls up to the hospital. She got her club dress still on. Uh, she was looking good in that dress, by the way. I must say definitely, okay.
2: very good. Yeah,
0: definitely. And you know, she gets in there and this fucking there, first of all, Kaiser Permanente, per, per I hate saying that <laughs> Kaiser. For, permanent for uh mm-hmm. product placement in this show because that shit was everywhere. And so I was like, oh, okay, her mama got an HMO. Look at that. Look at them. <laughs> and uh they they and they, Dan Kaiser and they take them to the wrong ass room
1: to hilarious. black
0: woman. No, because
1: they oh, have the God. doctor come up and say, I'm so sorry, I'm sorry, but I don't know how to say this. It's time to pay your respects and say goodbye. And they're like, what is this Can't and then they, it literally is not happening because it's somebody else's mother that's dying.
2: <laughs> when they get in there and, and the little brother, the youngest, was like, hey, it kinda that's what she looked like.
0: <laughs> and he would go away for a little the doctor bit. Says sometimes, was, uh, sometimes strokes makes them age. <laughs> I'm like, sir, not
1: 20 fucking years. And then they <laughs> turn around. And the correct families in they look like they're tellers, like they have like the yeah. exact same family. That's
0: on a big, yeah. Yes, that was definitely some like us shit. shit. Was that was definitely some us shit. So, you know, then they uh, then they were like, "Oh, let me take you to your real to your mama." And so they tell her that uh, her mom's had a stroke, and Molly was just like completely caught off guard by this. Um, and you know, she Issa, and this time they switched back to Issa. Um, and Issa's like in bed with Nathan and they get up and they try and figure out like, Oh, I ain't got shit to do. And she's like, I was supposed to go out with Molly, but I ain't heard from her. Let me see what's going on. And she calls Molly and basically she finds out that Molly's in the hospital, uh, cause her mom, and she rolls up to the hospital, basically said anything I can do. Let me get you some clothes. Molly was like, that's good. Cause these niggas in this hospital keep side eyeing me, which is exactly mm-hmm. what would happen if she was walking around the hospital and that. And so they switch clothes at the hospital. Issa puts on the dress, and uh she's like, I'm gonna go to your house and get and get some clothes. So I was like, Look at this, they really fixed this friendship. I'm so proud. Yeah, that was so super dope. Super dope. It huh? makes
1: me anxious though, because you have do you ever have moments when you're like, damn, like, am I being a like, am I thinking ahead as a friend? Because Issa just volunteered to go, but you know. Sometimes you have a friendship where you don't volunteer to go, and then you go. Wait, should I have gone? Like, should I have volunteered to go? Was that the right? I thing? don't know. I think that's a female thing because I think men are too in there.
2: Like, I don't know. If a lot of men have socially evolved to the point to where they would feel like that. Like, if they don't, if they don't interject themselves in it, they're just they don't even think about it. And I think a lot of women also are always constantly having revisionist history. Like, what should I have done? Or playing, you know, like what, what was, what I want done for me? And then they put their friends in that shoe in their shoes saying like, you should have made that response when I said this, or you should have been there for me when I, when I, when the, you should have known I needed you there and not saying I need you here. You know? So I don't know that a lot of men have that. Um, I know I would have been there. I mean, Brandon's my, he's my family. So I don't know, but um, and any other, my, my real friends, like the people I say, my friends, like, I'm going to ask if I can do anything. But,
0: um, yeah, I don't know. Some men say like soft shit. Like, uh, you know, you calling me because your family hurt, whatever. That type of shit. Good, you know?
1: I, I don't think that's gender-based. I can see how you might, like, do a poll and be like, okay, a lot of men answer this way and a lot of women answer that way. But, right, 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 right. Yeah, but I think it ultimately is about, like, the evol- your evolution as a friend so i think that like when they were younger maybe they would think about it, maybe they wouldn't like maybe exactly like you just said molly might not ask Issa to show up Issa might not volunteer and then later down the line they might say wait a I minute like, like, show- yeah, yeah. yeah but they didn't articulate it but now like they're so i guess what i'm just saying is, like i have friends in my head who i would definitely if i'm a, if we live in the same city and your mother's in the hospital i'm stopping by unless i literally oh, what pressure yeah not pressure. right but i guess i'm just saying so i guess going back to my original point it's just I get nervous about um, when I'm thinking about my friendships and thinking about how some of them could be stronger I always go wait a minute what? and then I remember sometimes like so-and-so did invite me to this thing and I didn't go or so-and-so and I'm like that didn't mean we should. they shouldn't still call me but maybe I didn't show up and they took that as a thing but I'm not so I guess that's what more I'm saying it's probably not a good example though because that's her best friend's mom in the hospital who she grew up right. with you know? so right. it's not the same thing
0: so yeah, so then uh they exchange, you know, they exchange clothes or whatever. And so uh Issa goes back to the Nathan was like, Do you want me to, you know, wait for you, come back and pick you up? And Issa's like, oh no, i you know, I'll be all right, I'll do this and I'll do that. And Nathan was like, no, listen, Issa, do you want me to come pick you up? Like that's not that's not, that's not a lot to ask. Like I can I can come pick you up. And so she she was like, okay, yes, you know come pick me like he
2: really wanted he wanted to be there because again like his date was free so if i'm available use me like at least let me be there for you if you need me um and we see in the episode later that it comes to fruition where she does need uh, a ride to molly's house um so it worked out but again uh it shows how it's so crazy because again, Issa and and Nathan have been playing this game about I can't let this person know how much I really care about, and and Nathan would do it, but Issa's so awkward in her interactions after she said what she said to him at the end of what, was it season three or season four. I don't know three when he three. when they were when they were in, in the house together. He's like, I just want to be friends and all that other stuff, and. Like Nathan's been carrying that that friend energy. Like, boom, well, you we just want to be my friend. You just want to be my friend, and you won't allow me to be more, even though we have this chemistry.
0: Yeah, uh, like she's so, grown a lot over the episodes, over the seasons, right? She's grown right significantly, and so is Molly. That we're seeing a lot in this season. Like, that's yeah, my I, big Takeaway, do I should know? Sorry,
1: I was going to say I. Mm, there's cars going up and down the street all the time, so I'm sorry. Oh. Like, it's <laughs> a moped. Um, yeah, I was just going to say that. I also, I interpreted it as well as her growing in terms of her um, using people because that was something she was accused of last season of being a user. And so she's like, you know, I don't expect you to chauffeur me all day, but he offers so now she can take him up on it. And I think that was a healthy thing to do. Even though it feels awkward, that is how you feel out someone's boundaries by not assuming. So I thought that was good.
0: I thought that was great too. So after Molly to exchanged clothes, you know, I forgot about this part. They look at themselves in the mirror and and Issa was like, I look good in this damn dress or whatever. And then uh, she looked at Molly and she was like, oh, you kind of look like me. (laughs) (laughs) He's
1: like, you look cute, girl. And then they just cracked up because she gave her like her little grungy clothes.
0: So at the hospital, uh, Molly, her brothers, Curtis and Jerome and her father are all like kind of shocked that, you know, her mom's kind of in bad shape at this point. And, you know, one of her brothers is just like, you know, can't even talk to the nurse. And so Molly was like, you know, I know I'm not the, you know, I'm not the person that she's supposed to talk to. Like, I'm not the next can or whatever, but like, you can come to me because I don't think my dad's ready to handle this at this moment. So like, you know, come to me and I'll, you know, I'll, I'll handle this stuff. Um, and so then they find out that like, she's talk this part made me so awkward. I was like, Yo, this could be a scene on Curb. By the way. It is kind of synergy that uh, Issa, and Mo- Issa gave Molly her clothes and Curb and then uh, Freddie Funkhauser gave his shirt to Larry <laughs> Curb and he fucked it all up. So- that listen,
1: we can do a, a Curb recap on the Succession pod because... The fact, when that nigga got up on that podium and said, I just want to let y'all know at this funeral that Larry David didn't come because he's a piece of shit. I was like, yes. <laughs> I need that energy from Vince Vaughn, who I love. Did you watch Curve this week, Devin?
2: Uh, I did not because it didn't load.
0: Oh, so you when watch- you're a
2: different
1: country, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, this
0: is one of my favorite. This season's so good. This was good. So yeah, So you really good. Uh so I love Vince Vaughn.
1: I'm so glad he's there and that he's not I, Vince Vaughn. No, see, I, I wanted him to be Vince Vaughn, but then like, like I apparently this
2: episode is everything. Uh so I'm kinda sad he's not. I'm glad I'm glad he's not, since you said, boom, if he goes full Vince Vaughn as a mattress salesman, I'm okay with it.
1: I'm okay with it. Irigashima it, is it,
0: it all I have to say about this. Episode. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. wait till you watch it, Deborah. So then uh, this part, but yeah, this was like a scene that occurred to me because mm-hmm. fucking Molly is in the hotel where, oh my gosh, it makes me so awkward thinking about it. Like, this this is one of my biggest pet peeves. I talk to my wife about this all the time, and I was like, don't do this. It's so annoying. And But she's fucking reading WebMD in a hospital to the fucking doctors. I'm like, no, I'm like, don't do that. She's like, uh, it says that this happens when you have a stroke. Are y'all gonna do this? And I'm like, oh my god, you're they're like, you're telling them how to do their job based on whatever speed. Like, what are you doing? Like, it was yeah, so it was awkward. Right. I was getting so uncomfortable watching that. I had, I literally had to get up and walk away. I'm not lying. Really? Wow. No, that's real, but that's awesome. a real thing, though.
1: <clears throat> counterpoint don't you know they also un, underestimate black women's pain and don't listen so you do I have heard too many I know that's annoying it is annoying but and the fact that it was a black nurse made it made it like more annoying but you do have to expect that they don't Take you as seriously because you're black, and the fact that them niggas didn't know the right, they set themselves up by putting them in the wrong room. And for like, I already would be like, listen, doctor, I need to know your who taught you in med school. Is you a doctor deaf? Like, I need to know all this because you got me fucked up. So I think I know what you're saying in general, but then doctors do sometimes, you know.
0: But but that's like telling them to like treat you with humanity, like you treat them everyone else. It's not being like. I'm an internet doctor, and this is what the yeah, fair prescription enough. is for this. And I'm like, <laughs> it's like goddamn, it's another curb reference, but it's like in Curb where the doctor gave Larry a fucking prescription, and then the pharmacist was like, actually, I think you should get this. And he was like, you know what? I'm gonna go with the pharmacist instead of the doctor, like that type of thing. Um, yeah. so
1: I wait, I'm trying to remember that episode, but Larry's I okay, since we have a second. What is your favorite episode of all time? Do you
0: think? Oh, that's easy. Palestinian chicken.
1: Really, that's a recent one. No, that was season seven.
0: That was four years. Yeah, oh, that's okay. really good.
2: It's really good. Um, I'm still gonna go. With what What made me watch Curve ever
1: since then? Crazy Eyes Killer. It got to be Crazy
0: I, Eyes. Crazy Eyes great.
1: Got to be Crazy. I don't the Freak Book episode.
0: Oh, the freak spoke the
1: is something inside of me oh, the freak that book I don't with
0: Ted Danson at his party.
1: And, and, and no, no, no. Yes, but no, it's with um the football, the tennis player, the McElroy.
0: Oh, yeah, McElroy. Yeah. He was
1: back there in that. Okay, so just the, when the guy came, <laughs> Larry, because Larry's looking at the freak book and he's laughing so loud and annoyingly at the party, like laughing open mouth. And then when the chauffeur comes in drunk, Larry's like, like he has this look like oh fuck and i I remember like the inside of me the the white boy inside of me said that's funny as fuck and i've I've like been in love with that show ever since
0: oh yeah, that's my shit i like Palestinian chicken is probably my favorite episode of television
1: I need to go back I need to
0: restart I think it's I really good restart. though
1: it's probably it's my just as good it's just as good
2: as when my man showed up at the rally. With a, with a star David on his back, <laughs> it's, 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 it's that moment right there. You're like, "Oh my, this is amazing!"
1: You're yeah, like, it, yeah, I like, I like how he pushes the envelope. I mean, it, it's a beautiful show because it's so like Larry. Really, I don't know if it was you or Jeff who tweeted how Larry doesn't give a fuck about social conventions, and I oh, like yeah. that he is. Yeah, he's making us challenge that, and I think my favorite, my favorite era of the show was when people would just walk up to him and be like, problem. He'd just be ready. to be like, what the fuck? Come on, come with it. If you got a problem, let's fuck it. Let's figure this shit
0: out. And I'm like, Larry is a nigga, but a Jew- but Jewish. Yeah. But yeah, Larry doesn't care about social conventions, but like Larry David, the person absolutely understands like mm-hmm. things that are fucked up. And so he brings them into the show in a way like the Trump people, We're so stupid because they thought Larry was on his side last year. And then he did yes. it. He was like, No, I'm not on your side. I'm showing you how ridiculous y'all are. Like, this is y'all are stupid. I don't fuck with y'all. And I was like, They completely thought he was on his side. They had no idea that he was satiring them. Yeah. Well, okay. We got to get off of it. But when
1: Larry sat on this past episode, when he sat back down to eat his food, <laughs> and the man looked at him, he had all the noodles in his mouth, and he was like, Oh, I fucked up. And I'm like, Larry, it, it would have been 10 more seconds, maybe 10, 20 more, maybe a minute. Like, you could wait to eat. And He's like, but why would I wait to eat? He's he's dying. He's gonna die
0: anyway. <laughs> wait till you see that shit, David. That's that this part. Yeah. I might I might watch it after we record again. <laughs> so good. good. I'm gonna watch okay. it. I'm gonna watch it now. Definitely.
1: Insecure is a good show for those listening. We're not talking about these other shows because insecure isn't good. It's just like it feels like it's, they it's, it's back, like, back. They're related. It's just it's winding down. Insecure is like. Where it's not the same as before, and we didn't know where the show was gonna go. Like, we know we're working towards an end, so it kind of feels a, and then this episode wasn't that shocking. So, anyway, sorry, let's get back into it. So, then
0: you know, Molly's doing that, and yeah, that's why we were talking about it because Molly was cringing me the fuck out, just like Curb does. Uh, so mm-hmm. then, uh, she then her, her, the nurse was like, Yeah, you know, plus she's showing signs of you know, something, something from a stroke. And my mom said, like, oh, no, my my mom's never had a stroke, uh, stroke before. And her daddy was like, actually, she did have a stroke before and she told me not to tell you. And I was like, oh, man, that's, I was like, I know that happens in a lot of families, but that's definitely a thing with like black families with just like, you know, either not going to the doctor or not share, disclosing this information. Because right. I'm like, and she's like, well, I didn't want to worry you. And I'm like, not that my—I don't know if Molly—that was interesting to me because like it's not like Molly no. had done anything, but it was just like I think I should know. Like if my mom—if my mom had a stroke, like I would want to. Yeah, up. you want to no know regardless, right? So not the thing no. about
2: it is, I think that it goes into this season how Molly's wanted her parents to start estate planning, and if you—if you're on somebody like that, you don't want to worry them more, and it's one of those things where you're like, all right, well, this happened. I don't know when it happened because it didn't give the time frame of when the actual stroke first happened. And um, compares to Lamar to Alistair to do the estate planning. And then Molly brings up estate planning again. And it's like, y'all aren't finished. And it worries her more. And you have to look at Molly, like the character she is, and she is the protector of her family. She is, I guess, the smartest one in her family and everyone in her family goes to her to take care of things. She's the fixer in her family. Um, and she assumes that role in the hospital and we go from there. And yeah.
1: Yeah. I, one of my grandmas had a secret stroke and I'm not even sure when I found out in relationship to other people, um, but the way that I found out was it, it was like downplayed, like just wanted to let you know, you know, and I and of course I was all like, why wouldn't you tell us, blah, blah, blah. But, and, you know, my my step grandpa takes good care of her. So it wasn't even that as much as it was like, I, I should just know, you know, like some things you're like, I should just know. And but on the f- kind of looking at that situation from all angles, there are so many things about my health. I don't necessarily tell them unless it's dire. Um, and there are also, you know, I think what's weird about it is recognizing that your family members, your parents, your grandparents have other relationships and there are other people they will tell things to before you. And you're just like, I don't understand. I'm the grandbaby. Well, and, you know, and and so that was hard for me to process. And so I think I I feel Molly in that space because it's like, I don't know everything and I feel like I should, but I don't process how much of my life you don't know at all, you know?
0: Mm -hmm. So, meanwhile, uh, Issa is over at Molly's crib uh, with Nathan. And, you know, she's going through trying to figure out what kind of outfits to get Molly for the hospital. <laughs> and the dog is there. And Nathan's like, yo, what you going to do about this dog? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, the dog is house trained. And I'm like, bruh, Issa, the dog got to go hate- Why would she hate dogs? I didn't know this about Isa. Go I
2: out. didn't know. Hey, yeah, that shit's crazy.
0: So she's like, all right, I'll get a damn dog to walk. Completely so. forgot about Flavor Flav, unfortunately. They walk in Flavor Flav, and Issa Mom FaceTimes her. And Issa Mom is so dope. Like, I love that. She I miss
1: her having her on there, and I forgot that was her mama.
0: And she's like, who, who are you looking over to? Who is that? And she's like, oh, that's Nathan. And she's like, Nathan? Who's Nathan? Who? Let me see Nathan. And so, you know, the whole mama thing, and Nathan come in. I'm like, oh, I'm Issa's boyfriend. And Issa looks over, and then she's like, boyfriend? And she's like, yeah, actually, I guess you are my boyfriend. Yeah. And then she's like, okay. And then she's like, give, give Nathan my number, because Issa don't pick up the damn phone. I'm going to call you and shit. And I was like, look the at thing. You. I was so proud of thing. him. But at the same time, fucking Flavor Flav gets loose, which I don't know how he got loose. There's no way in
2: hell that is a real thing, because you are he's moving, and you're going to look down and be like, what are
1: you doing? But for him, <laughs> you whole collar see they that's why they made her hate him so much because she wouldn't pay attention to him or she would be the worst person to walk but i just want to say if my best friend lost my dog like we are really downplaying this is your this is not like a thing this is your this is a being that you've taken care of. i'm so glad they found the dog that's all i'm yes. saying dogs are just, say yes. just about the dogs say in people's adult
2: life you do not mess with I could never, I could never, ever, 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 ever not take any time I spend with coffee, which is Brandon's dog, seriously, because that is their child. That is Brandon and his wife's child. And if anything ever went wrong, I've bought coffee before. If anything goes wrong with that dog, I know a thousand percent. I would feel like crap and I don't know why, you can't make
0: that up you can't lose somebody's child and be like it's okay <laughs> 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 just kicking it they just walking down the street like oh yeah. you know Nathan's like yo one time my dog when I was little ran away and we were searching <laughs> the whole neighborhood for that nigga and got back to the house and he's sitting on the damn step which is exactly what would happen by the way in your own neighborhood a lot of times like if you train your dog well if your dog gets out and wants to run around for some shit it'll come back to the house sometime.
1: About dogs too. I think that I have a theory now about Americans and their dogs because in Mexico, um there are like all kinds of stray dogs and some of them are pets some of them are just stray dogs and i was walking down the street one day and so first of all you wonder if the dogs are gonna bother you and they never do that's one like they don't come up to you they don't sniff at you they don't whatever so american dogs are aggressive assholes because mexican dogs just mind their fucking business and then secondly i was walking there's a there's a dog walking in front of us on the sidewalk the dogs on the sidewalk a car came the dog stopped the dog got out on the sidewalk and walked around people and got back on the sidewalk. And I was like, okay, so America's the problem. <laughs> it's not the dog's fault. It's us. Because why are our dogs so wrong?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: No, no, I agree. Turks and Caicos dogs, same way. They got
2: here chilling in the middle of the street. they be like, oh, I, mm-hmm. some car,
1: I'm
2: going to be over yep. here. How you doing? Yeah.
1: It's a real thing. It's a real thing. Um, yeah, they they lucked the fuck out because they were really strolling. They're like, oh, flavor! oh flavor! wait, hold on, wait. They really missed the, <laughs> they really missed the opportunity to go flavor! flavor. Like, why did they do that all over LA?
0: And and Molly clearly lives in downtown LA, which is like not like <laughs> no, your dog's dead. Do you hear me? That dog did not run its way back down
1: Sepulveda Boulevard, it's dead. That's a real thing, because if you know anything about LA, they do not be looking. She
0: they had no Texas urgency at all. Yeah. None. <laughs> no. For that damn dog. Uh, but yeah, that, that was unrealistic as fuck. She, uh, you know, after she gets off the phone with her mama, she's like, you know, I'm sorry if this was, you know, the thing that Chanel was talking about earlier about boundaries. She's like, I'm sorry if this was, like, too soon to talk to my mama. Like, and Nathan was like, no, like, uh, it's okay. Like, I kind of wanted to meet your mom. Like, I'm cool with that. Uh, And so he kind of smiles like, you know, that's cool. And so, like, you know, their bond is, like, getting a little bit deeper. Like, this is cool. Uh, So Nathan, you know, starts talking to her about his family and kind of how he grew up. And, you know. Let's talk about that part. Yeah, go ahead.
1: Well, he goes like, you know, my daddy was like, if you let them kids fuck you up, I'm going to fuck you up worse. Which... Not rare, unfortunately, not a new thing I've ever heard in the black. Like I've heard that plenty of times. And she was like, oh, "I'm so sorry." He was like, "What?" <laughs> he was like, "Wait, what you mean? What's the bad part?" Like, I I think that, that was very interesting that he had the upbringing of like, you know, yeah, his upbringing like, was dark. But but so many of us have that. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Like I like that. That is something I relate to. So I'm not. I guess it was just funny because he didn't get defensive the way I would have expected a nigga but, who mentioned anything about your childhood. And if if you say, oh, they go, I'm fine. I'm not. You know. Side note. This is this is dark. How many niggas on Twitter be like, uh, Boosie don't be sexual. son his son. I had sex at 12 with a 42 year old, and we'd be like, you're a victim. And he's like, I'm
0: fine. We're like. You're it always makes me uncomfortable when I read that. Bootsy makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. Bootsy makes me uncomfortable. He is. But, oh. but like, men, men will be
1: like, I'm fine. Don't tell me my, my childhood was wrong. And I'm like, I don't know what I'm saying. I'm just saying that that's okay. is illegal. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, right. that wasn't right. good. That's, okay. Okay. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. So that's what it reminded me of, but they didn't take it there. So okay. anyway.
0: So, you know, almost as soon as they stop looking for Flavor Flavor, they're taking a break on this bench. He shows up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he <laughs> shows <Rebecca> up.
0: <laughs> and so Nathan was like, see, he's smarter than you give him credit for. Uh, and I think he was trying to make like an analogy about like himself
1: mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Um, there, which mm-hmm. was interesting. So um, and he was like, you know, then Issa was like, you know what? Honestly, I couldn't have done this without you. Like, you're so patient with me. That's why I love you. Uh Easton says that to Nathan like by accident mm-hmm. and, and you know Nathan says nothing black, yeah. but he definitely looked like he accepted it and then gave her like a kiss
1: yes so I didn't trip over this and then I went online and people were like you're not gonna say you it back and I was like he did kind of say it back
0: like, yeah. kind of say it back in his way
1: listen if you hear from that nigga consistently in the next two weeks he loves you back mm-hmm. okay not, that's how you know him. God cause damn. other, cause cause if that nigga don't love you, you will all of a sudden be like, "Hello, yeah, are you yeah, no. what?" You been you working a lot? What's going like? It shit will change. So the fact that he leaned into her, his body language was like, "Oh, like I'm here." You know, I'm present, and I just think that that's what not bothers me. I don't want to sound like a pick me. I'm not a pick me. Men suck, but I think that sometimes for I just want to preface that because sometimes for us it's like we need people to tell us, "I love you," I'm this, like that. We need them to say it in a very. ABC way, but that's not necessarily how he's made. So if he's letting you know he loves you in his own way, yeah, then that has to be enough because what you're then not asking for is love. You're asking for like almost like conformity. And that's not love.
2: I will say this. My girlfriend said, I love you first, right? And it's literally. don't put her out there like that. Don't do it. No, 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 no that she did it accidentally like, okay, so we, again, we've been together in a pandemic. We came together in a pandemic. We started before the pandemic. We went to Hawaii like two weeks before the pandemic started. Right. We good. Boom, boom, boom. Pandemic happens. Right. Boom. So now we got to have a couple bubbles. We got to, you know, you know, uh, you know, isolate or stay in place together and whatever. So she gets on a flight back to California and we've had an amazing time. And they were like, boom, it's like, uh, and like, she paused, she was like, uh, cause she didn't like think I would sick of it. Like we're like, again, we, we're in the same place. We both feel it. And I was like, hold up. I'm amazing. It, it could be just the moment, but you know, like I was like, boom, I met in it. But I mean, again, I, I still love her because we're together, we're together and two years later, so we're still together. So definitely, but so I get it. it that? Um, I was like, boom, hold up. Do you mean it? Because again, words mean
1: things, right? And then she said she meant it. And then what did you say? Yeah, we boom, we kissed and she boom. It was it was the whole movie a storybook ending. Okay, so you she did, did she say, say I love, love you too. I just want to hear you affirm. Yes, I oh. love her too. because she okay, is an amazing you. black woman. Yes, she oh, is. Okay, <laughs> great. Because you because I'm about to say don't put my sis out there like that. But I no, think, she's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I think that um that's beautiful. But I also I would say this: they're in their mid thirties, right? No, you know what You're in their early 30s. Think,
0: okay. It's supposed to be I mean, so because
1: you we know. we need to get to an age where that if that scares you, you need to run out of that relationship really right into therapy. You know what I'm saying? Like you need to be able to understand okay. that like we won't maybe necessarily love each other at the same time. Because really, realistically, I love you means somebody started loving somebody first and then say it, and then the other person jumped in at one point and then y'all said it at the same time. That doesn't mean you loved each other at the same time. So correct. Sorry, is now let me pause. Let me mute. Oh, you're good. you can't hear all that? No, oh, you good. We we heard the got it. I, mean, I don't know. Yeah, they got cars back fine. He's dead all here, but I love it. So, yeah, it's um so but yeah, I just I, I I don't know. I'm 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 one of those single people who speaks about relationships as if she knows everything. So I'm gonna put that out there. But I just feel like it was fine. I used to be that person
2: too. I used to be that person because I'd be reading the books and shit. That's me. When yeah, you read the books and shit you be
1: he's like, I know, know right? But yeah, yeah I, I think that he cares for her, and I think he's showing her how he feels about her. And if he was to drop off or like be weird again, then sure, she should regret having said that. But I also think you got to be okay to be like, this is how I feel, and it's just a it's just a thing. It doesn't have to change the whole world. That's just how I feel. Thank I also you. think
2: that that's hard for Issa because again, she's always she's a lover, and she always leaps. Like boom, she, she left with, with Daniel and that didn't work out right. I
0: thought we were gonna see Daniel again.
2: You know, she left with Daniel, that didn't work out right, you know. And then she left with Lauren and said, Boom, I can I can work through this, you having a kid shit. Didn't really work out. And then it then this second the first leap with Nathan, like boom, I like Nathan and this nigga disappeared on me. Like, so it's always her putting herself out there and again you it's only so many times you can take that and like feel like it's okay for you to keep being hurt or extending yourself out there. So I think that was a big step for her again, getting it back, you know, because it said that I can put my trust in her. I'm reassured by this love and this feeling I have
1: for this man. But also the reason why Issa is so lovable to me is that she started the episode saying, I don't want to move too fast and ended it saying, I love you. So I'm like, I just relate to being like, no, it's fine. And then being completely <laughs> crazy by the end of the day. <laughs> like just completely just let putting it all out there because you couldn't be chill for long enough. So I like her for that.
0: Thank you, Devin and Chanel Harvey. Appreciate it. Oh, fuck you. First of all, it. don't you ever. Why are you trying to play me? I thought you said you liked me in the beginning.
2: Harvey?
0: Hey man, it'd be like that. It'd be like that. I'm him this shit. He a fucking, <laughs> Yeah, fucking. You must be a king of dating. A motherfucker couldn't could get marriage right. Got, got it right. And, he, and then he wrote eight books about it after eight books. You
1: know so, I'm trying to think of who I would be, who I like to get that gives marriage advice.
0: A lot. Ayala? Yeah, I'd rather
1: you call me Ayala because no,
0: Ayala. I don't know if she's better or worse to Steve. Wrong. Wrong.
2: <laughs> Always wrong. Because I, I, Ayala will yeah. have you. A thousand, a thousand miles per hour in the wrong direction in your shit. Because you took
1: some shit she said it was like, oh, she talking yeah. about me. And I'm going to run this way with it. The and you on. fuck everything up. I think if oh anything else, I'm, I'm a YouTube personality giving relationship advice. That's, that's I think, most, most accurate about me. Chanel Shapiro. Hey, look. <laughs> Shapiro, you said? Chanel Shapiro. Who's, wait, like Janine Shapiro?
0: Or like Ben Shapiro. Who's that? Good. Don't, you don't get you don't get it. We can laugh at you.
1: Oh wait, is this a diss? Hold on. Let me go on mute.
0: Go look just up, joking. So. I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Um, Fla- <laughs> Issa, <laughs> Issa and said Nathan bring Flavor Flav back to the crib. <laughs> If you would like to fight, we could just we
1: can hash this out another episode. You want to know that now. That I, I would be. I'm the, I, I give advice like Kelly does. Kelly gives good advice. I'm, I would go back to Instagram and sound like a Kelly. That's true.
0: And uh, you know, then she has they head back to the hospital, and you know, the doctors like Do you. You know, she might be partially paralyzed from the stroke. Do you want wow. to tell family. And Molly was like, you know what, I. You know, I'll do it. Let me let me talk to them. And so, you know, she goes in there and basically tells them, I was like, Molly is really taking taking this. So this is this is really showing some strength from her. Like this is really dope. Uh, to be able to kind of be vulnerable, but also be strong at the same time. Like this is really cool. Um not cool like it's good to happen, but like cool for her right. to be able to yeah, handle it. evolution. There's a point in the show where Molly definitely would not be able to handle this.
2: Again, yeah. when she found out her parents had some shit way, 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 and way, And made it all about her. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so Issa shows up and, you know, Molly beats herself up and it's just basically like, you know, you know, maybe she was partly stressing her out about the estate and all this other stuff and that could have led to the to the stroke and you know here i am hooking up with some random guy my mom is having a a stroke and he's just like what are you talking about girl like none of that stuff's in your control like you're out here living your life like you're supposed to and something bad happened and you made your way here to be there like you needed to be like that's all you can do like you can't Mm -hmm. just sit around waiting until something bad happens and don't live your life like you know you you know you work hard you got a good your parents job. are super
2: proud, of, yeah, and your
0: parents are proud of, like you're doing everything right, like you know be you know be more happy about yourself be be strong and then they were they had a little moment, and I was like, good, so um, yeah I, I think that you know I get her
1: guilt about having sex at that specific time, but it's not like if you hadn't been having sex, you would have been with your parents, so I don't you know what I mean, I think she's just kind of in her feelings but. <laughs> You know, but I think if anything else, this is an argument against capitalism. Because if capitalism wasn't what it was, we would spend more time with our families. We would have would more we? quality time. Would we? Yes, because the, yes, and I don't have time. I I just want to say
0: yes. But don't the like their peoples.
1: No, no, no. Oh, I think on. I said more time. Like it. So I think that like the the idea is that you can't. Take your foot off the brake if you want to be a certain XYZ, because you have to put the time in, you have to be present, you gotta okay. still do the thing for Torian while you're away. Like she has to do that because capitalism will not will not stop for her. But I feel like we live in a different system. But, 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 I'm, but
0: glad yeah. I'm glad you All brought right. that up because yeah, if here's the thing, Torian was kind of a dick for a while, but it's they made it seem like they were kind of on a good page earlier this season. And I know Molly may not want people in her business, but hey, man, if <laughs> if something happens to yeah. my parents, I'm gonna be call my job and be like, hey, man, something happened to my parents. I got to deal yeah, with it. My i will probably be like, go handle that shit. But oh, uh, but here's the other thing. Maybe I'm privileged because my job. Oh, we know you're rich. I'm, no, I'm definitely not rich. My hey, job. He he married up. This, this, this the world. Oh, 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 yeah, you my Don't worry about me, it my job had gave me a wellness week off paid in October uh and then a thousand dollar stipend to go do something fun that week uh because they want and that's for not me for every employee in the company uh for mental health not on the same week though not on the same week, no, different weeks <laughs> in October so my job would so maybe I'm privileged but she's also got a really good job so' because uh Torian also said like Hey Molly, like I can get somebody else to do this. Get someone else to. Do. I think she kind of feels like the pressure, probably. Like, to Chanel's point, like, hey, I gotta keep my keep my standing in this company. I can't let them go. But I feel like she worked on she that it to work herself. enough that All if right. she'd have been like, "Hey man, my mom is dealing with some shit. I got to deal with." They would have been like, "Molly, go deal with your family first," because I think that is a benefit of working. I think that the is black the people. That yeah. I think it's a privilege that people with good jobs, quote unquote, have. Is that right. like with my job, like like tomorrow, like I'm going. To, I got like I've decided, like my wife and I decided not to cook for Thanksgiving, so we're picking up Thanksgiving food. So like to, I told my boss, I was like, I got to pick up this food at two tomorrow. He's like, oh good, you no, know, cool. And, and that was it. It wasn't like no formal <laughs> request or anything like that. It's just like I'm gonna be out for an hour to go pick up this food, and it's like that with anything. Like I was. I had a I got my booster shot on Sunday. I had 102 fever. Like, damn. I like damn bad. And then yesterday had to burn it off. I
1: had to burn burn them
0: burn them bacteria out. Yeah, yesterday it was gone, but I still had a headache. So I woke up and I was just like, I got a headache. I'm gonna be on at some point. I can't tell you what time. And my boss was like, All right, feel better, let me know. <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> like that's like that is a privilege. Like I acknowledge that that is absolutely a privilege, but it seems like Molly is in a job that she's worked in a relationship enough that she could have been like, I got to deal with this. They'd have been like, go deal with your family. We'll deal with this later. And maybe we'll see that next episode. So I don't know.
1: Yeah, I think that's a layer of, um, you know, I could be putting more into this, but that's certainly a layer of like, not fully processing what's happening, I think, because I do hear I hear black women do that all the time. I can't speak for black men, but I I, I hear us say like, "Oh, I don't know if I should," and I'm like, "Bitch, take your time off. Why wouldn't like because that job doesn't give a fuck about you?" And that's just something hey, we need to remember.
2: I want to let you know how as black men have uh, assimilated to this culture, we feel like we white men now. I mean, we beneath them, but we feel like we now, and we we got these we got these privileges. Like I'm gonna take my time, but black women right. be like. Because my mom, again, my mother works so much. And I'd be like, yo, you got all this time. My mom be having like weeks and weeks and be like, and waits till the end of the month. I mean, end of the year, be like, oh, I got the time. You know, I can carry it over, but I can't, I got the time. I'm going to take this this week and a half yeah. for, for Christmas. So, yeah, I definitely understand black women do that way more than I think you're,
1: I mean, I just, I think that what we're, what we're circling around, though, is like, there is a such thing as being concerned about the perceptions of whether or not you're out for, off or not and why you're off. And so I'll say this about Molly. Molly should not have to worry about that because she moved to that Black-owned firm for a reason. And she also, like you said, has built up the capital. She obviously works hard. And she definitely should know that that Black man would understand if she says, my mama. Mama, blah,", yeah. blah, blah, blah. And that's all you have to say. And then he'll be like, okay, but I do not, but... To say I so but but putting myself in her brain, maybe she's like, well, I said I was going to do it. I shouldn't have waited till last minute, so it's still on me. And that's like a perfectionist slash person who has trouble asking for help kind of thing to do that I've done. But she's a had. people pleaser, right? So Molly my, is right. a people pleaser.
0: I would yeah. probably do that too. Like you know, I took off for Black Friday and then I told my boss, I'll keep an eye on certain things if you need me because I was working on something. So like, I, I definitely get that part. Like she kind of feels like she owns that project. But I do think she should have told him, like, cause she was just kind of like, Absolutely. I got something to do. And like, I, you don't have to be specific, like my mother had a stroke and she's landing in the bed paralyzed. Like, you don't have to say that. But you can just be like, hey, man, my mom is like in the hospital. I'm here handling shit.
1: During the time that I was working in corporate, my life was a dumpster fire. Yikes. It was just shit going on stuff out of my control, family stuff. And I would find that I would have to go deep into detail because I'd be like, you need to understand. I'm not just a kid who's like, oh, I'm going to a music festival like I like my aunt is dying. This is like I'm like I I would. But but that's speaking to the same thing, which is you're going to assume I'm just bullshitting because you don't believe I'm supposed to take my time off. So they're like, and I remember like not being able to take full bereavement leave. And it's just, so I think, yeah, like it was just, it's just, it was just bullshit. That's why I left. But the point, well, I got laid off, but that's why I left. And the point is that i um, that I'm getting to is um there. Is, I do think there's something to be said about people being scared to take their full rights and time off because we do have to over, we feel the need to overcome that perception. And I'm here to tell anyone worrying about that, take your fucking time off because God forbid, if you were not here tomorrow, they would they would post your job they would post your job post on indeed and then send an email out saying r.i.p now hey Cook, sandra and ty can y'all do that project so it gets done like it, it they wouldn't hold two. you know more, more than two minutes for you so i
0: always say all money ain't good money like if you're gonna work like so if you have the, if you have that privilege and the option to choose sometimes you know the more money ain't always better
1: yeah, and that's why, that's why, in conclusion, capitalism sucks, because if we didn't have to do all this, if we knew our basic needs would be met, people would pursue their dreams more, and they oh, would live yes. by their, fa- there would be less, like, people having to leave their whole family just for a job, and we'd be healthier, I think. Now, people who don't want to be with their family of origin, that's not even, you know, that's, that's a different story. Don't <laughs> well, no talk about Aaron Rodgers on the podcast, let me talk about Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers ain't not not anyone anyone the one who killed one. somebody?
0: No,
2: Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback. Oh, that's
0: no, that's <laughs> that's going down. Yeah, he's a quarterback that doesn't like. His who am I thinking sin. about? who am I thinking I don't know who think about? No, no, no! I'm thinking about the Mexican dude. Oh, oh no! You think? Oh, that's even worse. You're what do they go? Oh, Aaron Fernandez. Aaron Fernandez.
1: Oh, cool. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers is the anti-vax. Uh, he's like a ah, you know, There you, you know, go. There you, you go. I, he played with the Packers. Ew. Yeah, man. Fuck him. Because first of all. I guess we're almost done because let's talk about Kyrie for a second. What? How No. What? Oh, go ahead. Go
0: ahead. He's on bullshit. Yes, Kyrie is full of shit. Yeah. He's full of shit, but I mean, he's like, obviously it. full of shit. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: At least he always bullshit
0: and like, well, I, I, I am immunized.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. no, no. <laughs> No, Aaron, okay, it's coming back to me. So, Aaron Rodgers said, I'm an athlete. I've been an athlete for a long time, so I feel like I know my body better than most people. That's what no, that he means. Got up on no, accident. Accident. He, know, he said, No, and all like, the shit was like, Vaccine, I'm he immunized. said, I'm immunized. Yes, and what I'm telling you is when they said, What do you mean by, like, in an article, he was like, Well, I took this drug and I feel like I know my body better than people, so that's why I took oh, it. And I was just like, said, Oh, now, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're talking no, about Yeah, you can't. Yeah, you can't.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We made people You're not sick he had yeah, yeah. But he didn't. And he was out there taking ivermectin. And then he got sick. Did he get other people sick? I don't no, he, he tested positive. I don't know if he got sick I'm he was tested positive. Right. Kyrie is full of shit too, but at least Kyrie was just like... He owned it. Like, gonna look, I'm going to eat there. this
2: money. I'm going to eat this money, y'all. Y'all ain't going to give me my money. I'm going to be I friend. don't
0: agree with his principle, but he has a principle because he's not... And lit. he's standing.
2: <laughs> he's standing.
0: I don't agree with his principle. It's ridiculous.
2: Hey, because you know who else? Andrew Wiggins was like, I ain't taking that shit. And it's a whole bunch okay. of other Andrew
0: Wiggins' shit was stupid. He, ain't yeah, even he, was he stupid. took it, right? Yeah, he took that shit because he wasn't he about to give right. us to- that <laughs> damn money. <laughs> I, would, I would like to say this.
1: Um, I am very pro-black, okay? Mm-hmm. But I'm not pro-black enough to just arbitrarily call things dangerous only for black people. And I think what's so interesting about anti-vax people is they never finish their sentence. Do y'all notice that? They'll just be like, I, I don't want to take it. I'm like, okay, why? They're like, I just, and I'm like, could you say one reason? Because I want to know if I'm, am I in, what am I in danger of? Be specific. What am, are you, am I dying? Like, tell me what I did wrong. What, is, what girl, you're doing is
0: wrong right there. A lot of niggas is just scared of needles. That part. <laughs> and they don't <laughs> and want, they like,
1: that's what are crazy. you concerned about? What is it? Nobody ever says
0: what they think the conspiracy if is. If you're a grown person, scared of a prick, you're probably not going to want to say that shit. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah you. I, I, I'm, like, I'm like, don't leave me hanging. Like, tell, save my life too, bro. Put me on the life raft. I
0: a shot, and I had a 102 fever. I felt like shit. And then I realized, hey, dog, this is going to go away in like eight hours. And I'm not getting COVID. Or if I do get COVID, I'm 99% going to be okay. I'm going to be just okay. <laughs> Bro, I got my booster and did a backflip out
1: that Walgreens. I said, we back in action, baby, because you stupid. I, cause I've been feeling worried. Nobody want to wear a mask in Atlanta. I'm like, what are we doing? And I'm like, all right, I'm here to play with y'all because – I do not want to die and I also don't want to be sick. The, I just those are my two objectives. And the last thing I want say on this on this Provax rant is when people say they want to do their research but don't look at any of the actual research, I am confused.
0: Also, you know, there's, you know, there's this thing where it's like, you know, the people who are vaccinated are starting to be like, "Hey dog, I've been real careful for like a year and a half." I'm tired of this. Yeah, tired. Right. Fuck y'all niggas that's not vaccinated. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm going to go out and I'm going to be triple vaxxed and I'm going to be fine. And Listen. Or I used to care if someone else got sick. But at this point, I won't be busy sick, you. That's I you did right. everything
1: right. I did everything, I did
0: everything, right. everything well, right. I'm not about right. to keep punishing myself because you won't do shit right. Look,
1: like my nigga said, I'm sorry for your upcoming loss when it was like the <laughs> <laughs> like,
0: that's what I'm saying to a people. I apologize for whatever's about to happen to you, but good luck. Yeah, I'm oh. tired of punishing myself. I'm about to go be my I'm about to live my life because I'm gonna be all right. So that it, that leads to the end of the episode, which is the Chanel special. Uh, yes. Is walking through the hallways Oops. and she walks through this uh, hallway and she gets to this like intersection and the fucking guy, she doing that awkward shit where she can't get around the damn cart. And she stops and looks, and there's fucking Lawrence being a dad. So it looks like Lawrence and Condola kind of talked it out finally, because like we talked about. So do you think he moved?
2: Do you think he moved? That's, that's the. That's the that's My prediction the, that's was that he moved
0: back, but you know, we talked about it on this episode. That like, you know, the biggest thing coming out of that episode was just horrible, horrible, horrible communication between those two. Just the worst right. communication. So, at least this looks like, you know. They're communicated. At least They're on the same page. And they're there. And then kind of Lawrence looks up and sees Issa, and they see each other, and then she just dips off.
2: No, she didn't cut. dip off. She hid around the corner, and she was like, I'm so fucked up, <laughs> I can't move. Yeah, and I, I'm hyperventilating because I just see that nigga. And I <laughs> see, again, my favorite song used to be fucking Daniel Caesar, fucking... Uh, whatever song they they ended that season with. And like Issa and and Lawrence had this beautiful montage about being family, getting married and all this other shit, Mm -hmm. having a baby. And and I literally was like, damn it. That has to hit her in a way that she wasn't ready for, even though she said she was cool with that. But to see them as a family unit,
1: Boom! It's just, it's devastating. Yeah, you never been in love if a person never made you turn a corner and breathe hard and and just had to collect yourself like it. Like you said, she you can't be ready for it. It's why I had to um, unfollow some black love blogs. I was like, I'm gonna see my fucking ex on here one day, just on one knee with oh, that shit. proposing to that big booty girl, and it, and it's gonna hurt my feelings. So let me just mute and prepare myself. My, and at this point, I should be over it, right? But my point you is that. Um, yeah, like no, no, I'm, I'm
2: wishing. It. Mom. No, I, I will tell you why. Because again, me and my college sweetheart, I mean my high school sweetheart, have been broken up for uh, many, many moons. Right when your daddy be like, "Hey, son, I got this wedding invitation, and guess who is the the bride? It's Rock." Hmm. I was like, "Huh." Yeah, she, she married, she married some dude way older than me. I was like, "Huh." My
0: high school sweetheart, I was with for six years, and she's like one of my best friends. Like, we talk about everything, like, literally everything all the time. Like, anytime she meets a new dude, she talks to me about him. She's going through things, like, she's literally my best friend. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) My mom went to her first wedding, Mm -hmm. they got divorced. Like, Mm -hmm.
1: your wife is a very secure, wonderful woman,
0: she should be. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't... I don't he, get
1: again, he married <laughs> up. She knows she the catch. His wife knows she the catch. Yeah, like, no, I'm saying... I'm, I'm digging it. I'm digging the details because yeah. uh, I think that's a very mature... I was thinking about this today because um, I had a guy who, after that relationship, I just mentioned, which again, was years ago. I should really... Mm-hmm. I'm like really like 99% over it. But, um when we broke up i started dating this other guy very quickly and it, it was not right for me and when i got out of it he was mad because he had also left the relationship very recently he thought he was just going to jump with me and um right. long story short is there was this girl who i had hung out with so i was still meeting people or whatever he ended up dating that girl and when they started dating she like i would hear stuff that she was saying ma- and i'm like wait a minute well we don't have to be at odds you didn't steal him from me. I didn't steal him. Like, I did not want to date him anymore. You are free to date him, and I wish y'all the best. Mm-hmm. And they ended up getting married. But before they oh, got no. married, we had, um, me and him, when we ended, it ended badly. Even though it wasn't really a thing, it was like a thing. So we like had a fight. It was like nasty. And so a while later i messaged him like, hey, I'm sorry. Like, you know, for my part in it, it wasn't cool. And I'm hearing about you talking about me. So I just want to clear this shit up. And then I also was like, hey, by the way, you shouldn't be fucking talking about me. You're a grown ass man. Keep my name out. But I just had to clear the air. Right. And so in there, there was some type of flirtatious joke I had. Left or whatever, but it was in the all in the in the grace of like, all right, let's wrap this shit up. So I get up, right. I like I look at the app, whatever app I used to message him. A week later, and the girls message me like Chanel. He tells me everything, and he he said your little like one little joke in the middle of like a bunch of like real shit, and I was like, babe, we're not fighting over him. I'm not like I freely want you guys to be happy. Don't come at me like I'm some woman who can't wait. Like it's I. I dated him and we no longer date. So I do believe in like being able to end a relationship and be like, this is how we like, this is done. But I, but I think that the reason why that is so rare is because some relationships really don't end where you feel empowered or like they trigger you and how they end. So you can't be friends. Because you you're you, like, to be friends, you'd, ha- you'd have to, you'd have to heal some things that you, like some wounds you didn't even create. So that's a sole side note, just just, just to, that, this is therapy for me at this point, but just to say that some people, some exes you can be friends with, because you're like, oh, I know for a fact, there's nothing here. Like, I, I wish you the best. I'm glad you came in my life, but I can't see it. And then some people you're like, damn, I can't believe you did like that. Don't ever speak to me again, you fucking asshole.
0: You know, So those what, are the two types of breakups. Okay. What do you think Issa was thinking, Chanel? Oh, forget about the stuff.
1: Um, yeah, exactly. You already nailed it. It was that shit. she was thinking like we should be together. Like I can't believe we're not together. This is crazy.
0: I hope she wasn't thinking that. I hope <laughs> she, I hope she was basically like, you know, that's what could have been. But you know, let me. Let me go back to what is and I like what is right now.
2: I don't know. Nah, I can't go with that one. I definitely think she's just like still this devastated. And like, damn, he threw his whole family in my face just right now. And I gotta eat this shit, right? But it it's it's just it's a human moment, you know what I mean?
1: Like, wow. And she gotta sit there. That, it's better shit, for like, her anyway. that oh. nigga got a newborn. <laughs> That's a fact, but I think what's really interesting is you know, are you too proud to be somebody's constellation?
2: Because I am, I am, I know I
1: I I I am.
0: Look, you mean Nathan too proud? I know the question is, yeah, like I think that's a general question. Issa is not not Nathan's constellation, Issa is Nathan's number one. No, that's what I'm saying the other way around, because I think that like, but will Issa ever feel that,
2: like, boom, Nathan isn't my number one? Can I still be with him? That's what. That's what. I think. I saying. think
1: there's a, That's what I'm saying, and I think that that's such a Western way of dating. This idea that like I need to oh. be with the per, the person I love. Well, the right? Life. Yeah. Right. Like. Well, I guess what I'm trying to say is that Nathan will always know this that she had this person she had so much history with. But like you kind of said, Brandon, like things happen. You have to go with it. Like you can't undo this. As much as I wanted them to write in Condola falling down the stairs, they didn't. So this baby's here. <laughs> okay.
0: And so they have to deal with it. Are together.
2: No, I oh! just. No, but Kandola did look healthier. She did look healthier. Uh, visibly like mm. from what we got from her. She like she was in a better headspace. Mm. Um, so again, I think they got on the same page of how they're going to raise, uh, young Mufasa, uh,
1: I think that, um, he, what I was the last thing I want to say though is that I think that as long as Issa treats Nathan well, he should be able to process the idea that he wasn't the one, but that that's okay and that people still have healthy, happy relationships. Like, I think it's a very interesting concept to be like, I need to know I was always your first choice because my not Actually, that's, that's so selfish. If a mean. nigga told that's me I'd be like, "Kiss my ass!" Please don't ever call me again. So my, I, I, the I, ego,
2: I, we're, our ego again. We all need therapy, y'all. Go, go to therapy. We need therapy. This, this, go to therapy, y'all. Because again, look, this, this whole, I had to have that this self-realization for myself, right? So this woman in my life, my, most of my life, um, took a virginity, all that good stuff, right? There is a dude that I know she will never let out of her life. And I was like, I literally, like, I can't ever view her the same because I know I'm not number one anymore. And I refuse. I refuse to be number two to somebody I feel like I'm... It don't matter because you don't want to be
1: married. So what you need to be number one? You can be 12.
2: Ma'am, ma'am, it's an (laughs) ego thing. I'm telling you, it's an ego thing, ma'am. I I don't lose. I'm a competitor. I show up in this by myself. Go
1: win gold medals. <laughs> I wish I wish Brandon, were you what number were you for
0: your wife? I don't know. She's older than me. I, I no, I'm
1: saying, like, in terms he of her know. he just don't know. not
0: number like he literal asked. order. I never
1: He's smart. he just never asked. You don't need to know.
0: No, I don't care about her past. I care about me. Like
2: again, that doesn't I was be, trying to make up I some other shit. Brandon, Brandon found true love. Uh, I was trying to make up some shit I did back in the past because I again I was growing shit as a man. When you a boy, you ain't a man. So you got to you got to grow past that. And I'm like, look at me, I'm a whole man. And then she didn't. And it, yeah, that, that it was is so
1: secure for Brandon to say he don't know.
2: He don't care. I love it. That's that's the best part about it. He don't care. Can y'all see this? Yeah, we see it, baby. Can y'all hear it? No, nah, we can't hear nothing. Meet me. Oh, I am meet myself. Hmm.
0: Uh, hold on. Turn your sound on when you share. I think you did. Yeah, I did do that. No, no sound. Okay. I got to do it the ghetto way. So, Devin didn't see the preview. So, um, I'm going to play y'all the preview next week before we get out of here. Three. Two. I think that's All right, here we go. Three, two, one.
2: Yes, Yes. you can come back here. Wait. The block. Where I know y'all from. Y'all did that museum shit with Crenshaw, right? That's right. What you doing here, Issa? I just came here to clear the air. Is that right? I watch on the ground and always I was wondering if anyone knew who the long shoes you don't touch another barber's head that's just some shit you don't do I was trying to help your ass out so you and the shop ain't
0: losing a customer. stop
2: worrying about me and worry about your own bipolar ass <laughs> there
0: we go Devin what do you think next week
2: uh I'm not okay with that but I mean uh Understand. Um, but yeah, first of all, I just love Issa being an equal aqua uh, black girl. Hold on. <laughs> oh, because again, she faced her demon, it was like, boom. I'ma say what's up, cause I don't want the think there's no beef. And I kinda I guess I kinda wanna see this baby see if it's ugly or not. I don't know I don't know that black women do shit like that. Uh um, but um the Nathan shit, it's a real thing. Um I got a whole Dominican barber. We ain't spoke about three words to each other. I tell them what I want, but that's my barber when I go there. We cut my hair four times. That's my barber when I go there. But my regular barber when I go home is my barber. Like I don't go into that barber shop and be like, even cut my hair since I'm 15 years old. I ain't going there and be like. So that's a real thing too. Um, I don't know this model situation. Is she is she trying to send her brother a, a Rolex watch? What the fuck is she doing? I don't She's I don't get it. it. I don't know. Yeah, so I won't. I don't get that. But yeah, other than that,
1: should be a lot of shit to talk about. I'm, I'm okay. I'm here for it. I'm I'm gonna put money down that um this is Issa's dream of her tone and weight. She's not gonna do that shit in real life. <laughs> she's out of her fucking mind because there's no she has nothing. She, there's nothing else to say. What? Wait, hi? Can I yeah, say hi no. to the baby? No, she's not about to do that shit. So they're fucking with us. And then I think that um the bar. I mean yeah, barbershop etiquette is real, but it seems like Nathan like save somebody you know you ever play those like time management games and like the the tickers going down and your customer's about to leave and they're getting red in the face that's probably what was happening and he was like I got you let me let me line you up real quick that's not the same thing as taking a client right. or trying right. you know trying to give him your car when you're not there he's safe so I think the man could have if he had better communication skills could have said thank you for what you tried to do however I'd rather lose a client <laughs> than you have somebody else shave like but it's like, because he doesn't articulate his feelings, he doesn't know what Nathan could have said to be like, oh, I get it. Yeah, thank you for letting me know that. So he just goes to a low blow. And if I was Nathan, I would have bipolar my ass all upside. You know what I'm saying? Like, it would've, we would have been brawling.
0: Good
1: point. You do say some shit about my mental health. That's like talking about my mama. It's a fucking rap in here. I'm out of here. Yeah, so. no, it's real. It's real. And it's my shit. First of all, it's my shit.
0: Yeah,
2: I mean, I mean, it, y'all just,
1: y'all been, Who's the other guy. Like, Is he a part owner?
2: I don't know about the, the guy he was talking to. I don't know if that was the owner. no, is
1: Nathan a third owner? Yeah. So I'd be like, nigga, get the fuck up out of my... First of all, he'd be fired. So if that's not the, the other nigga who owns it, he'd be fired. And if there is the other nigga who owns it, why are you talking to me like that? Good point. Don't let your feelings be hurt and you're the boss. He said whatever you want to say to you. Don't cut his check this week. And he'll really be talking about, sir, you know what? I'm bipolar too. <laughs> he'll, be talking about, shit. he'll be talking about i donated to the to the merchandise he'll be talking about some shit i'm just upset by that i don't think that the i'm i'm getting tired of the bipolar um the bipolar like slander slander yeah every episode they find a reason and i'm not saying this doesn't happen in real life but i'm saying which it does but i'm saying that like i'm just tired of seeing it okay
0: all right, that was episode five. Chanel, thank you for joining us. It was thank you. Incredible. Thank you. Thank you. We'll have you back before the end of the season. Definitely. Yeah. Devin, thank you as well. Enjoy your trip this weekend. We'll be back next week with episode six that we just talked about. So thank you everyone for listening. And we'll talk to y'all later. Peace.